0: Hey, Chad, I know my penis like I know the back of my hand.
1: Congratulations.
0: And then you say, how, how do you know the back of your hand so well? How do you know the back of your hand so well? Just like my penis, there's nothing there. Ah. Uh, uh but its Opinions are Cheap? with Cameron and Chad. Yes, yes it is. Uh, Before we get started, I have a little bit of business to cover. Um, We have a correction for last week's episode. Okay. Um, We talked about Cats, and we mentioned that it was a legitimate play, but it's actually hot garbage, so we're sorry. Hey,
1: hey, hey, I haven't seen it yet. (laughs) Maybe it's a legitimate play. I like the one song. (laughs) I can't remember what it's called or how it goes. But I liked it for a little bit, and my feelings are all that matter. Because I'll have you know that I'm hooked on a feeling, and I'm high on believing. I don't remember how the rest of that goes, but it was in Shrek.
0: Was that Guardians of the Galaxy?
1: Was it in Guardians of the... No, I think that was in Shrek. I guess it could be in both.
0: Wait, which... I'm sorry, which song? I think I'm thinking of the wrong one.
1: Hooked on a Feeling? It was Hooked on a Feeling uh... in Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, that is isn't audio autocomplete. It is in in Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, was it in Shrek? it was
0: also in Shrek, because that's just a possibility anyways. It was both.
1: It's on Shrek 2. And in Guardians of the Galaxy. Wow, that song is a slut. We should slut shame that song for being such a filthy fucking slut.
0: Yeah, that's fair, yeah.
1: Sharing TV space with Smash Mouth.
0: So anyways, you like bees?
1: Bees are okay.
0: There's a lot of cool bee updates coming to World of Warcraft.
1: Yeah, you're getting some bees?
0: I cl- are they the bees' knees? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I closed the tab I was reading. <laughs> now all the bees are gone. Where'd they go? Oh, no. Where'd they my, go? I got my bee coffee mug in. Does it say bee prepared? No, it says, "um, it says, what's this? My print-on-demand coffee cup full of bees will stop that. And there's a picture of Dr. Bees and he's holding a picture of the cup that I'm holding. Oh. Do you like Dr. Bees? I don't know who Dr. Bees is. I hate you so much.
1: Well, you know, that's just like you're allowed to do that, man.
0: Like how do you not know Dr. Bees? How the fuck would I know Dr. Bees? Who the fuck is Dr. Bees? It's like the best cartoon on the internet. It's about oh. a superhero. I've literally never heard of this. Well, <sighs> that- you gotta watch Dr. B's or Dr. this conversation B's. is gonna continue. Okay,
1: I hope you sent me something that I can watch. There we go. You always got my back. Oh, yeah. This has 4 million views. Holy Jesus Christ. Okay, he's a wasp-themed superhero. I oh, like how... Oh, so he's a vigilante during the night. That's interesting. Sorry, I- <clears throat> I'm just watching this. Oh god, the platter has a dead rat in it. Did you just crack a beer? Yes. Nice, I heard it. You know, bees aren't that bad. No. <laughs> I wish that was a holiday. Wait, I thought he was a superhero during the day, and he's doing horrible things during the day. You're,
0: that's the only continuity you're concerned with right now? I mean... Yeah. Why is there a bee convention?
1: Who would go to that? Only two people. Never mind, they answer that question. Did not expect that accent from that guy.
0: I like how there's always the grassy knoll.
1: He's dead. Hey, it's that kid from up.
0: Oh it's just over now. I can't believe you've never seen Dr. Bees before. That was stupid. <laughs>
1: Hey, I'm not the only person who called out that continuity error. That's the second comment on that video.
0: The the first thing you see is him saying it is a plane, and on that plane is me. And it just cuts to him being on the plane. I just thought that was a joke, though. Yes, that's the joke. None of it makes sense. Okay,
1: the first comment to this continuity error is exactly what you said. So someone has already had this conversation (laughs) two years ago. (laughs) I like that. A year after that comment, someone typed, "What's this? Multiple breaks in continuity? My briefcase full of bees ought to sort of stop to that." (laughs) And then there's just a bunch of bee emoticons, which I didn't know you could do. So we've settled this.
0: So, anyways, I got my new Doctor Bee's coffee cup. Well, where do you where did you get this coffee cup? Uh, never mind the internet. It, Harry Partridge's website, because I am a big sure. fan of his work. You idiot, you fool!
1: What well, what's so great about Harry Partridge? Does he, he have a pear tree? Yes. Is his home in a pear tree?
0: <laughs> yes. That's him. You are <laughs> okay. describing the man.
1: He is pretty famous. Then
0: he <laughs> made a he made a bee cartoon with four million views. Yeah, he's he's pretty famous.
1: Well, what else did he do? He's got his face on a bubblegum card. Yeah. How do you even do that anymore? No one, no one
0: ha- has bubblegum cards. He does. It's how great he is. I get. Hey, you, you haven't know, seen just, Starbarians?
1: Just... No. What? <laughs> is it another Harry Partridge video? Yes. I don't think I, I've, I've seen I'm, any of his. Naming,
0: okay. Do you remember the when when they announced Skyrim, and so he did a whole music video? No. Yeah, it's like he if, he did the Saturday morning uh, Watchmen cartoon. Where it's like, what if the Watchmen was on the Fox Kids?
1: I don't... I'm looking I'm looking at his videos, which... Here's okay, Song of Skyrim. This is seven years old, holy shit.
0: I can't believe you don't know any of this stuff.
1: Yeah, I don't think I've seen
0: this. Wow. I think you'd like you know, the Watchmen one.
1: I was gonna say, I mean, I've been your friend for a long time, you could have said this to me seven years ago.
0: I, well, I think we had this conversation on the podcast about the about the watchmen cartoon at least not not dr B's mm. I literally I've definitely
1: I, never seen this before
0: I recorded um I made a dr B's costume on second Life really and it's like it's intentionally looks like it's made out of second life assets like it's the worst looking thing and I even made like a grassy knoll for you to stand on so you can pull back the camera and like see him standing there.
1: You do go above and beyond.
0: I can't believe... Also, this is (laughs) 7 million views. Yes. This is amazing to me.
1: It is pretty well done. Oh, Dr. Manhattan's got pants on. Underwear, anyways. I'm going to send this to Jean-Luc, because I think he would appreciate this. Everyone would. It's art. I like how he could turn, like, it's like, it's for kids, but also he can give you cancer. Because <laughs> that's for kids, too.
0: I, oh, boy, I can't believe, this is, like, the exact polar opposite of the, the Homestar episode. Did he do a second? He did two Skyrim songs. He did multiple Elder Scrolls songs. Cause this he, one I have seen. okay. So, now you get the opening where he mentions, like, and then Rorschach was there, and he's like, I'm nutty, and everyone thought I was really funny. Yeah. I, so yeah, see, this video was so popular that Bethesda went to him and commissioned a song for, like, every single release, and they're all, like, worse than this video. Oh, really? Yeah, he did an Elder Scrolls Online one, and he did, like, a, when they re-released Skyrim for the third time, it's like he did a rap song that I didn't like, and... It, it lacked the spontaneity, I suppose. 22 million views. I mean, I still quote this song. Like, I'll sing it at work when I'm alone. Oh, really? Yeah, like, I know it's this pretty song catchy. pretty well. It's good. And it's funny, and it's fun, and it captures the fun of Skyrim, and I'm looking forward to it. Because this is also, like, he, he released this when all we had was the teaser trailer. We literally didn't know anything yeah. besides the announcement.
1: I definitely remember that that's a that's a that was a fun video back in the day
0: oh boy okay so back to the point mm-hmm there's a lot of bees coming to warcraft
1: okay there's bees coming to warcraft
0: so one of the things um the, with this whole expansion you know how data mining gets like everybody yep. pulls models early uh one of the things that leaked early was a giant bee mount you could ride a bumblebee because oh, had a little cute. saddle like it's really cute looking. So it's like, oh boy, how do you get the bee mount? And so the game comes out, and then no one can find the bee mount anywhere. And there's this like honey farm, and there's a place where like there's bees and there's like honey elementals and stuff, but there's like nothing to do there. So it's like, well, I guess it's in a later patch. Keep an eye on it. And we're like, this is like the third patch into the expansion, and we're just now getting more bee stuff. And there's a bee reputation. Huh. Um. I think I sent you that page.
1: You did, but the pictures didn't load on them.
0: Um, You can get a bee gun. It's a a quote-unquote bee bee gun, but it shoots bees. And there's beer holder goggles, which let you find honey. Um, There's a butterfly net you can use to catch bees. Uh, There's a glyph of bees that let your hunter summon more bees. Nice. There's like a lot of bee stuff, but the best stuff, like here's finally the mount. So now we know how to get the mount. It's from the, the there's like a quest chain near the honey farm. So it's like, okay, we know how to do the bee now. But you can also get a little princess crown or a little fez that you can put on your bee um, non-combat pet. Oh, damn. And it's like, I didn't know that I wanted a fez for my bee because I have this adorable little bee pet. I got a black one, so it was a little black bumblebee, and I named him Fumbles,
1: and I uh, love him so
0: much, and I want a little Fez for Fumbles.
1: <laughs> Fumbles is the perfect name for everybody. This is why you're the most creative person I know, aside from Christopher Nolan, who I've met once, and that's a lie, then actually meet Christopher Nolan, so I guess you are the most creative person I know, because you came up with Fumbles the Bee. Really? I don't know.
0: Okay. Um, but also, this is <laughs> non, I've been non-bee-related news.
1: Okay, non-bee-related news. No more
0: bees. Um, what's-his-name-is-coming-back? That, uh, that
1: doesn't fucking help me.
0: Rathion.
1: Who the fuck is Rathion?
0: That's Deathwing's son.
1: Deathwing has a kid? Yeah. That means Deathwing got his fuck on.
0: You kill most of his children in that expansion. Oh, really? Yes. How many kids did he have? A lot. He was like a whole. He was like a brood mother.
1: He's a, you know. I okay. I read the totally non non canon book where they fought Deathwing in the past, and I don't remember him having any kind of fucks going on.
0: No, he was like the leader of the Black Dragon plight. So like all the dr- Black Dragons draw lineage oh. to him.
1: I guess that makes sense when you think about it that way.
0: So, right now there are only two Black Dragons still alive. And one of them it, like, refuses to take part in like society, so he just hides in a cave. And he pretends that he's a cow, so people won't bother him.
1: I like a- this character.
0: And then there's his son, uh, Rathion. And Rathion... Is angry. He's very angry. He's he also his name. Yeah. But he also seems to believe that... like he, he feels responsible for everything that Deathwing did, and he wants to fix it. Oh. And what's interesting is that the only way to meet him during the Cataclysm expansion is if you're a rogue, because you get a rogue-only quest chain, where, like, someone out there is looking for, like, the best assassin in all of Azeroth, and when you finally, like, prove yourself, you meet him, and it's him, and he's like, I want you to kill my father, Deathwing, dun-dun-dun. I'm gonna say,
1: send... I put Deathwing into E621.
0: Thank you. Gonna...
1: <laughs> oh, that's art! I'm gonna send you Deathwing... <laughs>
0: That's amazing. Because that's
1: really it. funny. It that's better than fumbles. It's it's a penis in the shape of Death and it's got lava coming out, and it's got smoke. I would not want that penis. It seems like it would be very dangerous. <laughs> 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 it's the only dangerous penis. Brett Kavanaugh wishes he had that penis.
0: I, anyways, <laughs> look at how <laughs> I'm not even that drunk. Like Re- Rathian was like the bad guy in um. The Mist of Pandaria expansion, because he was the one trying to get the Alliance and the Horde to fight.
1: Hmm. Because
0: he thought the only way to save Azeroth was to have it united, so he thought if one side would just beat the other, like, instead of this Cold War nonsense, they should fight, and then the winner would unite Azeroth under their flag, and then Azeroth would be strong enough to defend itself. So he was, like, instigating a lot of issues, and then he, like, disappeared for two whole expansions. So now he's back, and he looks cool. He has this, like, armor plate shoulders and this, like, cool, like, masculine jaw that'll be really good for all the, the yaoi fan art with Andu.
1: So wait, is he a... he's a he's a dragon, but he can turn into a person, right?
0: Yeah, like all the dragons.
1: Yeah. Because so. I, I just Googled him, and I got the Gamepedia.com... The, why the fuck am I at Gamepedia? That's not where I want to be. Oh, there's no wow. Gamepedia. Never mind, so it's probably a World of Warcraft. Whatever. He he's a dude. Just a just a guy in like a hat. I don't think he's that impressive.
0: Yeah. It's fine.
1: Am I doing it wrong? Am I doing something wrong, Cameron?
0: No. Okay, you sure? Yeah, I'm i I'm kinda tired from my work day. Oh. I sorry to hear that. What did I want to talk about? I had a thing I was gonna what bring about up. Today. Robots? No. Oh we're not gonna actually talk about that. No, we're not gonna actually talk about <laughs> okay. that. Okay. <laughs> Christ, did you play the final Splatfest? No, we had the final Splatfest.
1: Oh, Splatfest! Is that for Splatoon? Yeah. I want have
0: Splatoon. Why? Oh, you missed it then. I did miss it. How did you? Oh, it's the best game ever, and you missed it. <laughs> you could Oh, why did we get Overwatch? You could have played Splatoon this whole time. Can you couch co-op Splatoon with other
1: people? No, well, then
0: it would not worked very well. No one did have. I... Yes, only have the one Switch. Yeah, you only have one working computer, too.
1: Actually, Joe got his computer back. should be fixed. Hooray! So we can play <laughs> some more frame tonight. <laughs> oh, I got a question <laughs> for you. Have you played the new uh, Smash Brothers hero? Dragon Quest hero. Nah. So, he's really weird. I've heard. If you get if, if down to B, you get a list of four items, attacks that change every time you do it. And there's like 30 of them. And some of them are just stupidly strong. It's like, hey, here's a here's a fireball you can shoot that does like forty percent damage, and now you just you just did forty percent damage. Good job. His uh, over B, his over special is uh it's a vertical like Pikachu's Thunder, but then if you charge it, he does like a sword swing, so he hits you behind you too. He can throw. He's got like all of the best attacks everybody else has, and he's 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 just better. Like it's kind of bullshit. Like he's like he's like a, a way better Robin, for example. Like he plays a little similar to Robin, and then he's got some so, magic attacks and stuff. But he's just like stronger and more mobile.
0: So this is what happened when um I really love the Prana Plant when Prana Plant came out and it seemed kind of a little OP and it was like two shot killing everybody and everyone online was picking Prana Plant. It was like oh yeah, the last time they did DLC, it came out really poorly balanced and it ruined the game. Yeah. And so it's like, oh, we announced Banjo-Kazooie. And it's like, that game's over. It doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I'm, I'm hearing this stuff about how Hero is so strong. And, like, you can, you can just RNG get a thing that kills somebody in one hit. And I'm, like, not even surprised after Bayonetta ruined the last game.
1: I don't, it's one of those things because there's two more DLC characters, right, that are going to come out. And so the me and my brother I keep talking, like, I wonder who it's going to be. Because I want Master Chief to be one of them. I think Spiral would be cool, but I, I, every time they release a new character, it feels like that character is broken for a while. It's like they don't do enough testing. I remember when Bayonetta first came out? She was like fucking stupid strong. Uh, Piranha Plant was stupid strong. Ridley has an attack that does 60% damage if you hit the tipper. Like, I don't know. It, 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 each new character, because it's, it's like they gotta update themselves, right, and one up it, and add new animations, and add new attacks, and so it's like. Um, Joker has a ton of weird combos with his gun, and and he can do things that no other character can, and button combinations that no other character has. And then now we got hero who's just like, oh, I have like literally 30 different magic attacks I can do. One of them is like, I can throw a thing that puts you to sleep, so it's basically Jigglypuff's sing ability, but it's got range. So it's, it's better. Because Jigglypuff's sing ability fucking sucks. And this one's actually useful. And it's like, oh, I guess is why why play Jigglypuff now when I got this character who's got her like signature ability. It's like the game doesn't know what to do.
0: I have to say this one more time: it's a party game for children.
1: No, it's serious business. It's competitive.
0: Yeah, that's why you get an RNG attack that can just do anything. It's dumb. That's the thing, this is a fun character to put in I want to play this He's fun But no one will play with me because everyone treats it like it's a serious fighting game Yeah Like The only person that will just have fun About whatever is like Richard And he's always asleep Yeah So I'm less excited for Smash Brothers Because no one will play with me Because they're all playing this imaginary Alternate reality fighting game From the Bernstein universe
1: Cameron, when you come over, we'll play Smash Brothers and we'll turn items on and all the stages,
0: and it'll be okay. D- no, don't turn on all the stages. There's awful stages. Oh, so here's where <laughs> you draw the line. I okay, no, this is where I draw the line. Is it fun? Because some of these stages, I don't think function. right. No,
1: there's just a handful of stages that are shit fucking awful.
0: I I think, um, what's the one like the the Mario Odyssey one where you climb the skyscraper? i feel like it shifts around way too frequently that one's okay it's okay but it's still it it just seems to move really fast
1: because they're like actually like legitimately dreadful stages like that um
0: but i mean that's that's where i draw the line like anything worse than that stage yeah where you're you're paying more attention to the stage than anything else it's like okay well
1: also where the fuck is poke floats
0: yeah, you know that's what's weird. Pokey floats is a gimmicky stage that functions better than some of the other ones that get put in here.
1: Yeah, and it's not fucking here. What's
0: the one? There's like a pictochat one or something where drawings keep coming on. Yeah, and it's like I can't even read what's going on because sometimes it'll be harmful and sometimes it won't. I miss that. And it's like, and it's like I don't even know what I'm doing. Like, can I jump through this platform? And oh no, it one shot killed me because I guess it's a, it's a. Apparently it's a hot frying pan. It just looked like a frying pan to me. I can't tell.
1: Yeah, that that actually that level killed me the other day because I jumped on a thing that I thought was platform. <laughs> <laughs> it was not a platform.
0: I feel like that's that's not like a a chaos element. I feel like that's just literal poor design.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I, that level's charming enough where we keep it on.
0: I enjoy certain elements of chaos, and that's why Hero sounds really interesting. Sure. I'm more interested in Banjo. Like, when they they announced two whole characters, and I'm like, wow, they announced Banjo? Yeah. You know, it's like, okay. I I like what they did with the alt costumes. Um, I think Dragon Quest deserves to be acknowledged, uh, more so than Persona 5. Like, that's so out of left field that I enjoyed it, but it's also, like, I don't know, maybe other ones first. So seeing Dragon Quest in there, it's like, oh, you know what? Good on you, Nintendo. And wait, something I actually care about.
1: yeah. The dra- the Dragon Quest thing I get like you know you recognize the blue slime right like it's pretty iconic like I don't know who the fuck Joker is <laughs> oh do
0: I <laughs> ah, <laughs> there were there There's so many people
1: who are excited for Joker and I was like oh I'm sorry I don't play shitty JRPGs anymore because I'm an adult with limited amount of time maybe you should grow up Joker fans I went there
0: you did. Yeah. I want and I want um, Banjo to show up in one of the alt costumes um, on his head. There should be a little damage tattoo.
1: That'd be <laughs> really funny. I want them to do another Sonic character. It'd be like, "Hey, it's Charmy," because we all know you wanted
0: Charmy the Bee. No, you, you know who's worse than Charmy? Like people actually like Charmy now. Oh, you, you know who's worse? Cream. No, Chip. Who's Chip? Oh, you don't know Chip? Is, is
1: Chip the Chameleon? Is that like no, part pink it's like SPO. lizard? No. Who the fuck is Chip?
0: Chip is the soul of the planet Earth, who also likes ice cream. Why, why say like... I say
1: type in Sonic Chip, and is it this like weird pink looking? Yes. With a with a the... green cape.
0: Yes. So Chip, Chip was in Sonic Unleashed, which is the werewolf okay. one. Okay. And it's it's kind of extra convoluted but he represents like the soul of the planet and so by like helping save the world it's like he reunites chip with the soul of the earth and keeps the earth from exploding and he's like this um it's like he's like a baby where he just he has no idea what's going on but also he can talk but also he, he likes ice cream and it's like you know how um short round kind of ruins the indiana jones movie yeah it's like that for a Sonic game, where... Doesn't the gameplay worse... usually
1: ruin Sonic games, though?
0: That's the thing. He's worse than the element of, like, these half-hour-long werewolf segments mm-hmm. in the game. Mm-hmm. When Whenever Chip shows up in a cutscene, it's like, stop! Yeah, this is a pretty so, dreadful-looking beast. Even by what's Sonic great standards. About Chip, yeah, so what's really great about Chip, and what really grinds my gears, is they introduced him in the Archie comics. And there was this whole, like, story arc... About Chip, and the very last frame, the last panel of the Archie run of comics before they knew they're even canceled, is uh, Chip was just reunited with the Earth, and you get this like full page shot of like he's supposed to be like sleeping in the Earth is what they're conveying, but it kind of looks like he's humping the planet, uh. and it's like that's that's the parting gift, that's the last panel we get to see to say farewell to this whole lineage of comics. It's Chip.
1: You know what, actually? Okay, I don't actually know who the Chaotix are, other than, like, I know they're Sonic characters because they're in the comic books. But it might be it would be interesting if we got another, um... <clears throat> uh, you know, Pokemon Trainer, where you hit down a B, you switch between the Pokemon? If we got, like, yeah. that, but it was the Chaotix, so you hit down a B, and you just switch between. And so it's, like, four characters in one. Just because you're getting, like, a lot well, of gameplay out of that, right? You're getting four for the price
0: no, of them. no, 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 no. Even more than that, though. You have to, you have two characters out at a time. Oh, that would be interesting. And they're chained together. You ever saw Chaotix? No. So Chaotix was on the Sega Saturn, um, or the sixty-four. I don't no thirty-two X was that the system? Mm. The Saturn was the Sega thirty-two X.
1: Wasn't it like the Sega um, Mega Drive or something?
0: No. So on the thirty-two X, you could get Knuckles Chaotix, where you play as Knuckles and the Chaotix team and the gimmick was you're chained with another character so it could be two player co-op or you're controlling both of them but it's like you're tied together and you kind of want to use the momentum to like rubber band each other faster and get higher and stuff like that huh. that's what that was the whole gimmick of the game okay so do that or you swap in these different characters
1: that could be interesting the problem is is the ice climbers are you know you have the two rubber banded characters together and yeah. I feel like the AI for Nana is so bad that they're basically not worth playing.
0: I love Ice Climbers. I,
1: I love the Ice Climbers, too, but I feel like she's so worthless, and I don't, I can't play them very well. Like, And I feel like part of the problem is her fault, because she just gets lost, or she gets knocked away farther than I do, and falls off the edge like a fucking idiot. So,
0: I don't play at a professional level, but what I do when I'm using Ice Climbers is that for some reason... When most people are playing against Ice Climbers, it's like, I'll kill the NPC character because she's easy to isolate, and that cuts out half the firepower. Yeah. So I just don't care, and I let them do whatever they want, and then I win the game.
1: Yeah, but you lose your up special, because you can't fucking recover very well without her.
0: Yeah, I don't need to recover from doing it right.
1: I, I, You know what? You got me there.
0: Kablam. The, the
1: real problem is, is my brother's better at me at Smash than I and- and so, like, it's always an uphill battle for me, but if I'm being the Ice Climbers, I feel like it's more of one because her AI isn't very good. And I'll be, like, throwing out Smash attacks and she'll just, like, watch me and be like, oh, that looks neat. It's like, bitch, help me. <laughs> Stop watching. And then I'll die. Just like nature intended.
0: Yeah, pretty much. So, I, I guess I'll ask this question again. Um, we're talking about Smash Brothers, New characters coming. I know you said Master Chief. What's your opinion about just a whole bunch of bees?
1: <laughs> well, I mean, they could be Buck Bumble.
0: Oh, remember? Oh, dude, the best part of Buck Bumble was the music that played it, at the title it, it screen. It totally was. It was just downhill after I that. I literally
1: can't remember anything else about that song other than the music at the title screen. <clears throat> like, I'm pretty sure it was, like, the world's shittiest third-person shooter.
0: Oh, I don't know. I, there might be worse by now, but... It it was special. I'll say that.
1: I would love it if it was if it was something really stupid like that. That would be amazing. Everyone's like, "Oh, who's going to be the last character?" And it's like, "Oh, it's it's fucking Buck Bumble."
0: <laughs> you know what? It should be. It should be like a silhouette of Bubsy the cat, and it just explodes, and it's Buck Bumble. Oh, that'd be great. So I'm on I'm on E621. <laughs> I'm looking for chaotic. Okay, oh Jesus. And there's there's like a lot of art of the crocodile, hmm. but none of them are playing off of the gimmick of the, like the two of them holding rings that keep them together. And I feel like there's plenty to work with there. Yeah, I'm a little surprised that there's not a single picture here making use of that gimmick. Like the idea of two was of them like... sharing
1: the same cock ring.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of things. That, that was like the game defining thing was that you get these like really gay dudes and pair them off together. That's what the game was, I and there's nothing here. This is disappointing. See, if I
1: was an artist, I would draw that then because someone statistically needs to. But I'm a really bad artist.
0: You can do that.
1: I mean, I could.
0: I w- I'm really tired of people saying, that. oh, I wish I could draw like you, and it's like I traced my picture that, I, that you just paid me for.
1: Did you? I don't believe you.
0: Not yours, but somebody else it was like, "How did you draw this picture?" And it's like, "I traced it." <laughs> really? <laughs> and he was like, "No way, you're an artist." And I was like, "No, I traced." And I showed him the picture that I traced. <laughs> and I was like, "No, I could tell you did. You're, you know what you're doing. I could never do that." Gabriel,
1: you're not supposed to trace stuff that's like unethical or something.
0: No, it's not. I don't know. I guess I don't really care.
1: I think it might be though. No. Was it porn?
0: Yes. Yeah, okay, it doesn't matter then.
1: I mean, technically porn's still art, it's just like...
0: It doesn't have to yeah. be. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen enough of it that what totally is, is not art, so... Man, some of this art is so bad, I really hate what's... Penders.
1: Penders? I know that name, why do I know that name?
0: That Sonic guy. Oh, yeah.
1: Someone just added... Why didn't someone... On, the, on our Discord, that the one we're on, someone added me, and I'm just like, I don't know who you are, but evidently you know I like heavy metal music.
0: What Discord?
1: The torn It Up one.
0: Oh, I forgot you're in that one. I'm going to add it. Sweet! There's a comment there. Okay, I won't listen to this right now, but it might be cool. <laughs> oh, boy. So, here's the other thing. Um, Stuff, am I right? Oh, man, stuff. Oh, here's a fun story. I might have to do espionage for my job. That's cool.
1: Because uh, there's a thing we need to do... And, uh, there's a company that sells the thing, but we think we can build it, and so I have to get a hold of the company, pretend we want to buy it, go up there, ideally, hopefully they'll let me film it, and then we'll come back and
0: (laughs) fabricate it. And, uh, I'm pretty sure that's illegal. Well, it's not. It, it's illegal if they have a process that's, like, patented, but there's a good chance that's not the case. Right. Um, there's... It's weird. There's things like, uh, well, the company I used to work at, uh, they have this really very neat technique for cutting metal that uses chemicals to actually like burn the spots that you want to cut out. Oh, that's cool. And the acid burns it out so cleanly and smoothly that it's more efficient than using like cutting tools and risking like scraping the metal.
1: Jesus, what kind of acid is that?
0: It's very complicated. It's um, it's stuff that I can't even understand. But what's funny is they're the only place that can do this technique because it's illegal to build these tanks that are capable of doing it. Oh, jeez, they patented them? No, it's like, the it, per like hazard thing, it's like, you, you can't build these acid tanks. Like, what if something went wrong? Oh. And it's like, well, what about our acid tank we already have? It's like, well, it's already there. It's not. It's not illegal to have the tank, but it's illegal. Like, you cannot get the permit to build one. So what's really funny is that, like, they kind of have this monopoly on it because the government won't let anyone else, like, do so it. So
1: basically they're grandfathered in.
0: They Yeah, literally.
1: Jeez, that's got to um, be kind of terrifying for them because if it breaks to the point where they need to build a new one, they cannot.
0: Well, it's that, and it's also, like, one of the recurring problems is that they can't meet demand. Mm. So here's the other thing. The U.S. government won't let you. What if someone in Mexico sets this up? Yeah. the whole business goes down <laughs> yeah
1: I just want to know what kind of acid exists that is strong enough to just eat through metal like that
0: there's a lot of that's some like xenomorph shit. um I mean it's not so much like this is acidic therefore it burns through it it's like a specific formula designed to attack certain metals oh, okay so you get like a specific mixture of um titanium and other alloys. Sure that this that are like especially susceptible to this one concoction.
1: We have a an acid etch machine at work that we use to uh make dyes for die cutting. And I don't know how it works, but I know that there's some pretty nasty stuff in there that cleans out the metal and um We need magnesium for it. It's like a like that's like the catalyst is you put magnesium in there. And it at some point I will eventually learn how it works, but It's just weird, like, we have this, all of this flammable shit, and then we got acid, and it's in the same room, and you go in there, and it just smells like a, just nasty chemistry lab. But they got a scale in there, and every month I gotta go in and throw calibrated weights on the scale to make sure it's reading right. Which isn't a great story, but I told it. Well, I like it.
0: I like it well enough.
1: Also, everybody, I think the band is called Sulphur. The, the, the song is called The Project Hate M-C-M-X-C-I-X Sweet And uh, it's so far a pretty fucking cool song This this guy who linked it He's he's good shit So every, everyone knows that Ooh he linked me a toy Hey it's the Chaotix
0: Yeah he's a cool guy Um, I think he's gonna He wants to be on the show Like we might try and get him on if we do Another Warcraft show Oh okay We might try to get him on if, um, like, one of these weeks when you're not available, I might do, like, a a He-Man show with him because we're both, like, He-Man. Sure.
1: That'd be neat. Get some new blood on here. Uh,
0: Yeah, but apparently he likes music also. Yeah. So that's your music update for today. Uh, uh, Bees. Bees. What's your favorite bee movie? Ooh.
1: I don't know if I have one. I don't... Like I know of the B movie. What are some other B movies?
0: Um, what's that one with Nicolas Cage in it, where they put him in a bee cage? Oh, uh, the Wicker He's Man. He's Nicolas B cage. Wicker Man. I don't like that. It's not I've never that. seen it. I think it's one of those things where the acting is so bad that you kind of have to laugh at it. But I don't think it's that funny.
1: There's the Secret Life of Bees. I've never seen that. Killer Bees, the Swarm, Black Swarm, the Deadly Bees, the Lost oh, Woman. You know what? Just
0: I think oh, and just came out in like early access. Um, Bee Simulator came out on Steam. I'm gonna get that.
1: That sounds like a thing that would be on Steam.
0: I like bees. Oh, you know what else I like? Instead of bees, um, they announced the new Garfield Cart. What? Why? Because the last one was so popular. <laughs> <laughs> Did you, do you? Are you familiar with Garfield Cart? No, but it sounds dreadful. So you know how there was like, there's always been like Shovelware where you go to the store and there's just like, look at all this. Like, it used to be PC things, where it's like, here's the fish that helps you learn how to count. It's educational, and it's just, like, garbage that's overpriced.
1: What the fuck? This is a 9 out of 10 on Steam.
0: So, they don't have, like, CompUSA anymore. And Garfield Kart's the kind of game that would be a CompUSA, like, garbage bin kind of thing. But what they did instead was, like, well, let's just make a cheap game and put it on Steam. And just, we'll shovel wear that. So they made this, like, really cheap game, and it always goes on sale. So it's like, like, uh, Wario64 on Twitter, he's always, like, every time it's, on, it's like, 99 cents, everyone get Garfield Kart. And it became this joke where it's like, guys, Garfield Kart's only 99 cents. And people, like, buy it as a joke and play it together, where it's technically a success. Huh. So they announced a new one, and it's, like, a full, like, $30 game oh, <laughs> Jesus. instead of a $2 game. <laughs> And it's like, oh, no way. And everyone's all excited that there's another Garfield Kirk coming. And it's like, it's half ironic, but it's also half endearing.
1: Yeah. God, the music for this trailer um, is awful.
0: Yes, everything about it's awful. Um, it's funny because like this actually... game is
1: more successful than mine. It is funny. I'm sad now.
0: I mean, you can't compare yourself to Garfield. That's a lot more, like, name recognition. That's true. Gar- Garfield sucks, though. no.
1: Garfield is mostly no
0: bad. Bees.
1: This isn't about bees, this is about Garfield.
0: No, Garfield's mostly good. I
1: I don't think so. I do. I feel like the best thing about Garfield is when he's not there and it's Garfield without Garfield.
0: No, the best thing about Garfield is he's remixed into a Final Fantasy VII music video. Oh, I have to find this now. <laughs> okay, let me find it for you real quick. I'm sorry, friends of the show, <laughs> just this episode is just me watching
1: shit I've never seen.
0: No, I think we have an interesting B episode that's going to have a lot of silent spots I forgot to edit out.
1: No, you're... Well, I don't listen to the show, so... (laughs) I'm on it, why would I? Another million-view thing. Jesus Christ.
0: You've never seen Lasagna Cat? (laughs) No. Hey. These are the guys that make the Old Spice commercials. Oh, really? Yeah. I saw them at, at Mega64 Game Days a couple years back. I got my picture next to the Garfield costume.
1: Oh that's cool. I like I like Mega 64. I've been listening to their podcast again. It's a good time. Oh wow. This is just like old school Final Fantasy. This is stupid. Why does this have over a Some Some's two million views, that's fucked up.
0: You, okay, you have no idea what Lasagna Cat's up to. <laughs> I so, I'm sorry, what?
1: Are they are they all named after dates?
0: Yeah, they're all the dates of the original comic that they're recreating. Why? So this is a good one where where John wants to try uh, shampoo or something. What? And it turns into this like whole bukkake thing.
1: Oh Jesus! This is I have to. I understand wish to proceed. This could be inappropriate. How? So do they just take the comic strips.
0: They, re- they take a comic strip, they take a Garfield strip, they recreate it live action.
1: And then they make it
0: dirty. And then they they remix it into a music video or a parody or something where it's like a two-minute long skit based on an old Garfield comic. Why? So, Lasagna Cat's really good.
1: I don't know if that's a word I would use to describe what I'm seeing.
0: So when this film group was in between work, they filmed a bunch of these Garfield skits. When they and this was like back when YouTube was kind of new. This was like back in I don't know when they started, but back when YouTube was new. Uh they uploaded like half the skits and then they kind of they literally forgot. Like they got work and did not upload the rest of the skits that were done. So fast forward to 2017 completely unprovoked um without warning at all they just upload this new video where it's really cryptic and it's like wait lasagna cat hasn't uploaded in like 10 years what's this new video and it's it's not a comic strip it's john like out he's at like a gas station and a a payphone rings and he walks over to the payphone and garfield's on the line and he says who is this And it's like, have them call. It's like, who is this? What do you mean? Like, have them call this number. And a number comes up on the screen. And it's like, what do you mean have them call? And it's like, call the number. Say the number of sexual partners you've had and your name and hang up. And then the phone cuts out. And it's like, well, what's that about? So, like, 100,000 people called. (laughs) And then they edited this together into like a literally it's like a four hour yeah, it's a four hour and 40 minute long video where they just play all the results of the sex survey oh geez so th- there's very interesting behind the scenes to this i'm gonna i'm gonna link it to you and you should like scrub through it really quickly so you get the bit okay but to describe it out loud um you look up sex survey results on youtube got a million views yeah it would and so, it's just like, there's the whole house there. John's reading the newspaper. Someone's at the door, so he opens the door. There it is.
1: So should I just start skipping ahead?
0: Yeah. John answers the door, and there's a mannequin there, and they just play one of these phone calls. And then it cuts to someone else, and then it just plays their call. they just giving their and first and through... last names. Yeah. They just—it's everyone listing their their sexual partners. Actually, a couple people from Mega sixty four are in here too. I think somewhere at like the two hour mark, you can find Garrett Hunter. But if you notice as you track through, like the time of day actually moves. Oh really? Like it gets to be night.
1: This must have they taken this, forever like, whole, to
0: edit. Holy shit! They had this amazing like camera tracking system. That recreated the movement exactly so they could, like, do this.
1: Yeah, because it's the exact it, like, same.
0: It loops, like, the, it loops fantastically. It's amazing. But it ends with this bizarre, um... It, it's a super avant-garde take.
1: Yeah, like, it, it. it's like this weird anti-humor thing, right? Like, this is so stupid, but I'm kind of impressed that it exists and that it's over four hours long. Yeah, because like they had to film all of this.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, just I got to one where the guy said he's had forty-two thousand sexual partners, and they just treat it like it's serious.
1: I'm twelve and I've had two sexual partners, and they both play Minecraft. <laughs> oh, it does get dark.
0: So, if possible, can you jump to the four-hour thirty-three-minute mark? Yeah. 33. The, so this is where it becomes a short film Which is funny because this is a four hour long video <laughs>
1: <laughs> So there's the 42,000 I've got just like a prune <laughs>
0: I call like there's a laugh track as well Yeah There's a laugh track after each of these
1: So wait you said the 433? Yeah So it's going to start soon Oh, here we go.
0: Uh, this is creepy, isn't it? So it turns into two thousand one Space Odyssey, where like he sees himself age, and he has this like Indian spirit journey vision out in the desert, and then John like dies and is reborn. Um, when a uh, there's like a a Mexican teenager gives birth in the bathroom stall at the high school. Jesus Christ. Like, this, it goes on a journey. And everyone's like, what is this? And then the next day, Lasagna Cat uploaded, like, ten new videos. Like, we forgot to upload these ten years ago. And so it's like, hey, there's new videos. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is so... I don't know. We've kind of talked about this before. Like, how just, like, humor is weird as shit and it keeps evolving. And so, like, we're watching this and if this was... If someone did this in the 70s, created some giant, like, let's say they got it on TV, and it was just the same skit over and over for four hours about, a, you know, how many people have you had sex with, and then they close the door, and it's, you know, like, I, I think people would, would think the world was ending, but you do it now, and you're just like, oh yeah, some fucking weirdos on the internet made a four-hour video. Of course they did. It's the internet. Like, just that shift in paradigm is... Holy shit, that's a fucked up looking Garfield. <laughs> <laughs> the shift in Paradigm is so weird and we're living through it. And like there are times that I'm amazed and there are times that I'm flabbergasted and I'm watching this and I don't know which one to be. Because <laughs> it's just disturbing.
0: So these guys are great. Um, like I said, they do the uh, Old Spice commercials with the funny editing. Mm-hmm. So that's what that's what they were kind of practicing with these videos is the different editing techniques and different ways to film things and stuff. Uh, Before they got the Old Spice thing, they had a run with Oreo that didn't go anywhere. Okay. Did I tell this story? Oh, no, you have not. So Oreo had this ad campaign about picking the left side or the right side, because when you twist your Oreo into half, which side is better? Hmm. And so the idea was, like, there was a website you click on, and you pick the left side or you pick the right side, and no matter which one you pick, you'll get this random video that says you chose correctly. Okay. And so the idea was they wanted to get a bunch of filmmakers to make these little skits where the whole theme is like, you're right! Woohoo! Yay! And it's like something funny that's like celebrating how correct you are that you chose the right uh, Oreo. And the intent was like this like, viral marketing kind of thing.
1: I think I just saw a dude's penis and he was dressed like Garfield. Yeah. So that's the thing you did to me, actually. Today.
0: Actually, you know, one of the things they 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 gave out a lot of prizes, too, when I was at the show. And um they did a, a RoboCop video where a lot of people get their dicks shot off. And they, they raffled off all of the cosmetic exploded dicks. Oh, really? But they're, like, framed. And the frames are so big that a lot of the people that won couldn't take them because, like, I can't get this on the airplane. Sure. And they had to do, like, runner-up raffles um (laughs) (laughs) but but anyways the oreo thing oreo comes to him and says hey funny farm will you guys make a funny oreo video where you say you're right and you celebrate how right the people are and say okay yeah we can do that so they did one where there's a it's like a pool party in someone's backyard but they're all like 80 or more so like 70 year old like businessmen in black suits oh god and they're all like partying at the pool and they're like jumping in the water and going, you're right. And they jump in the pool and they're having a party and like, whoa, and they're splashing water each other and just a hard cut. And they all drowned and they're just like floating in the pool. And so they submit that video. <laughs> and then the Oreos like, can you, can you do one that has less death in it? <laughs> so like, yeah, okay. And so they did one <laughs> where there's a guy. It, it's like, it the video starts and the first thing you see is this like cancer patient hooked up to an IV <laughs> with the, the beeping thing and he's like really weak and he's like l- trying to lift his hand up and he like barely gets the hand up into a thumbs up It's like you did it and it zooms out and there's like Cowboy Curtis from Pee Wee's Playhouse there and he's like dancing and shooting guns they're, like yeah, Well the cancer patient's like dying and they're like okay can't can you do one that's a little less morbid?
1: Wow, the birth scene in here is
0: just like a fucking close up of it. Oh, so that's a dummy. I'm I that they forced the doll through. Really, that was also one of the prizes they actually they auctioned off. That bottom half of a woman. Jesus that's Christ, like an <laughs> anatomically correct. I, I would love to so see someone bring that. that
1: on the plane and then buy an extra ticket and just set it on the
0: chair. And like the kid, you should have seen the guy. <laughs> You just seen the guy walking out of the <laughs> out of the hotel room with it. <laughs> this is in like a hotel ballroom, and thankfully he was staying at that hotel, so he just walked over to the elevator, and it was like it upset somebody. Yeah, because it was like a scream. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that that would. I mean, I wasn't ready for that, and I'm just like, oh, thank God, I've been on the internet enough that you know.
0: Uh. Dude, I love that show. I, when I went, I actually I made my own T-shirt. Really. I yeah I went to Walmart and I got a blue T shirt that's like baby blue, and I got a sharpie pen and I wrote Avatar two and I drew like a stick figure of a Navi, and oh, um <laughs> Eric uh, Eric and Rocco both thought that was pretty funny. Nice. Uh this is so anyways, Fucked up. I've been watching this while you've talked to me, and th-
1: there was some weird freaking holy shit! It's Garfield and John's in the toilet and he's a baby. So again, this is art. No, this feels more like art than most of the things you send me. <laughs> and I don't know if it's because there's a dead baby in a toilet with a can or what. And now it's over. Jesus Christ. This episode was about bees in Carfield.
0: So anyways, long story short, I really regret not calling into that sex hotline because... I wanted to be part of this history. Like when I saw what actually came of it, it's like, wow, this is amazing.
1: That that was, I I don't know I, how to process that. That was fucking strange on a on a on a just an astronomical level.
0: So this is really um this is an experience that I can't recommend people do. But when this came out, I was so amazed. That they actually put out a four-hour video just playing back phone calls. So I literally I waited till Saturday and like while I was cleaning my room, I just put it up on the TV. I let it run for the full four hours, and it was a spiritual experience to see the sun set with the video. Oh geez, and then experience the nightmare that it ends with. Where it's like I'm just I'm putting away my socks and I'm drawing pictures and I'm doing this and I'm I'm playing Game Boy and like I'll look up and it's like it's just the same thing over and over and over again. It's like a name I don't know and a random number yeah. and a laugh track. But it became this interesting white noise that like accompanied me where I got really used to just having that. It's like go inviting on in the a ghost
1: into your house.
0: Yeah, it really is. Jesus Christ
1: there's going to be, like, so many weird philosophical, sociological, like, textbooks written on the 20-teens and the 2010s. Maybe. And I don't...
0: <laughs> I, I Sometimes I kind of wonder. It's, it's weird because now everything is documented better than it's ever been documented before. And I feel like I know less about the world than I ever did before. Hmm. Like, it used to be when you turn on the news, if there's something important happening, they'll talk about it. Yeah. And now... I accidentally looked at the news page when my browser opened up and the number 1 headline was this democratic candidate explains what that smudge on his face was during the debates last night. Oh Jesus. And it's like this is a this is a clickbait article about a smudge. Like there's literally there's people running to become the leader of the largest biggest economic household in the country, world, global setting. Like this is a big deal. You you should t- you should treat this with a little bit of seriousness. And it's like, but what was that guy's smudge on his head? What's that all about? It's such a fucking. And it's like clown show. You know what's okay? There was so,
1: it's an there was a, an article I read today on the Associated Press. It was like, uh, on the debates last night, they opened with the the pledge of allegiance, which I guess is, I still think it's like that stupid political wankery. Just get, get on with it. Don't make everybody jerk off the United States. Well, one of the people didn't put his hand on his heart. And so it was a gaffe that, like, this guy didn't put his hand on his chest. And we're like, oh, maybe maybe he was protesting. Maybe this was a thing, that this no-name guy that should not be running for president because no one knows who the fuck he is. And he's never done anything majorly political in his life. And he's like, oh, no, I just forgot. I'll remember next time.
0: What? How do you forget? Okay, you're running for the leader of the country. You, you have to be patriotic about the country that you want to lead.
1: Yeah, you forgot the one thing you're supposed to do when you hear the Pledge of Allegiance unless you're mad at the country, and you said you're not mad did at anyone... the country, you
0: just forgot because you're a dumbass. Did, did they say it out loud too, or did they let one person say the words? Um... Because it's like, even if you forgot a couple of the words, I feel like that's that's... I feel like that's even, like, not asking that much, but it's like, just put your hand there. It was, don't wear a hat. Let me, let me see if I can find it real quick. I don't care that much, but it's like, the, yeah, that's the thing. We're talking about that. No one's... Don't talk about policy. Don't talk about anyone's qualifications. That, let's talk about the weird um, tradition that wasn't observed. Let's talk about... the. Was that guy wearing white after Labor white. Day?
1: It was Democrat Tim Ryan, and he said... uh it was absent my my absent mindedness, not as a sign of protest. And it's like you right, should have rolled with the protest thing, dude. People would remember that no. better. Like you, you literally no. you fucked this up. And then there's a there's Somebody, a picture. He looks like such a dopey cunt. Oh my god! I, you know what? It's so stupid. I you hate know, that
0: we're talking about this, but like this
1: is what politics is now. Look.
0: So while we're here and we have an audience, I'm gonna announce I'm running for president. You might as well. I'm gonna run. As a new party, I'm inventing now okay. it's called the dependent party okay because I'm dependent on you the voter, to vote for me <laughs> and make my decisions for me it's it's on you guys I kind of like that idea, so okay, you know what let's it's time for some I know you you didn't want to talk about politics I didn't either, but let's um let's talk about politics a little bit what what's my campaign? What's my campaign promise that I'm not going to uphold?
1: You promise.
0: I'm going to fix Star Wars. Yes, you're going to fix
1: the shit out of Star Wars.
0: I'm going to fix Star Wars.
1: (laughs) And you're going to make it so there's only one Avatar sequel instead of five.
0: No. I'm going to make it so that people like the Avatar sequels.
1: Ooh, that's even braver.
0: (laughs) Because art should be cherished.
1: (laughs) And that's that's art. (laughs) You should you should show up to your debates and stuff dressed as the lady from Brave because you're brave. So you're just like like a green dress and a bow and arrow <laughs> and a red wig.
0: What's the thing? No, that's but that's the best part. Someone's gonna ask me what I'm wearing and it's like I'm the lady from Brave. And then someone's gonna say, "Do you know the character's name?" I'm gonna go Brave. <laughs> I, so, did you see Wreck-It Ralph? No, too? I heard it was bad. The only thing in the whole movie that made me laugh was uh, Merida. Oh, really? She has the best line in the whole movie. Well, she's movie. got, like, a really thick Scottish accent, too. So that's that's the whole thing. She has one line where, like, the, the whole princess sequence is cute. Mm-hmm. And they treat Vanellope like a princess because she's a Disney princess. And and it's cute because they play off of all the tropes about every single Disney movie in a very smart way. Okay. And they, they talk about, like, how hard it is being a princess, and what about this, and, all, and the, how about this cliche, and, like, half of them are like, yeah, and it's it's really cute, but there's a part where Merida, like, literally just says, um, how, how does she put it? She says, like, it's, it's like, uh, you know, it's like everyone expects everything of you, even when crazy stuff is happening, because, like, when... Uh, my mother got transformed into a bear by a witch's spell, and I had to just go all, all over all kinds of stuff, and it's like, I'm having a fight with her, but I also want to save her, and, but she's a giant bear, and it's like, what are you supposed to do? But she says it with the like hyper-thick accent yeah. where you cannot understand a word she's saying. And then everyone in the room just, like, politely smiles and nods. (laughs) And and Vanellope's like, what did she say? It's like, we don't know. (laughs) And then one of the other princesses says, yeah, she's from the other studio. Oh, Jesus. And it was, like, that line made me laugh so hard. And it was, like, it was strange to me that this is supposed to be a funny movie about, like, internet jokes. Uh, Maybe video game jokes. And it's like, no, making fun of Disney was the best part of it. Sure. Because it's also, like, it's paired right... <laughs> they, so what happens is she goes to the Disney website. And that's where she meets all the princesses. And it's like, well, that's cute. But it's also, like, disgusting because she shows up and it's like, wow, look at all the stuff here. And you see, like, there's a giant, like, Star Wars thing and all these Star Wars characters. And there's, like, a big Marvel thing and all these Marvel characters. And it's like, oh, they own everything. Yeah, yeah. And it feels gross. It's not like a fun celebration of it. And even like Stan Lee is there, Aww. and it's like they own his soul. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? Like it's it. It felt disgusting. <laughs> it wasn't cute. Sure. So having this like moment of levity that made me like feel happy again was nice. And then the movie continued. Oh, speaking wow. of movies, I got a twisted pair.
1: Oh, nice! I, I want to see that because I imagine it's dreadful.
0: <laughs> So I got, I got this package in the mail. It's just like bubble envelope, and it's like, "Well, what is this?" I turn it over, and it says "From Neil Breen," and I'm like, "Ah!" Oh, that's great. Like, you
1: got to keep that.
0: <clears throat> it's like it's not even his like website or or distributing company. It's literally just like from his house.
1: That's cool. Yeah. Isn't he charging like forty dollars for his fucking Blu-rays though?
0: <laughs> yes. Asshole. Cause I would buy so, that, but Jesus Christ. So. This is the funny part, and and it's like it's got a handwritten C McFarland right here, my address and everything. Oh, that's cute. It's like, uh it's cool. So I was so happy to get it. So I tear open the envelope, <laughs> and then what comes out? It's it's not even. You know how how DVDs come in like a DVD case. Yeah. This is the like half width CD case you get from Walmart. Oh Jesus, really? On like a non-printed DVD. Oh my god! Just, like it just says the text twisted pair. Is it handwritten <laughs> no on there? No, oh. it's, a, it's a label, but it's like there's no color. That's funny. And there's a little thing that says "Do not copy." It is illegal to copy, and Neil Breen owns this. <laughs> 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 and I was like, I I open this, <laughs> and, and like, and my mom's there, and she's like, "What did you get in the mail?" And I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> It just says, Twisted Perineal Breen Film, -film www.twisted-pera-film.com. Whoa. (laughs) And it's got his email. (laughs) And the other thing is, like, he tweeted, like, you can get my movie now. You can also get my other movies here at this website. I thought, okay, finally he put them all on one website so I can, like, save on shipping and buy all of his movies. (laughs) Because I want a copy of uh, Fateful Findings and Double Down, because I really like those. And I honestly, I want to give him money for all the joy he's brought. Yeah. In. So I go there and both those movies are unavailable and Neil Breen owns them and it is illegal to copy them and put them on the internet. <laughs> it's the text like on the website and it's like, okay, <laughs> one, one current movie, please.
1: So here's the thing with Twisted Pairs. Are we going to find a way to both watch that or are we going to wait for someone to cut it into 40 minutes and put that on YouTube?
0: Well, honestly, I promised Richard I'd watch it with him. Mm-hmm. But I think he's still sleeping, so we'll figure it out.
1: Because I don't know if I want to sit through a two-hour Neil brain movie.
0: Well, good news, it's an hour and a
1: half. <laughs> that's still too fucking long.
0: <laughs> I, so I don't know. I, I kind of want to watch it before like the internet ruins it for me. Yeah, that's fair. Because like, I feel like too many people found out about Double Down. Yeah. Where it, it's not that I don't enjoy it, but it's also like, I enjoyed letting people know about Fateful Findings, and now it's like a cliche, like The Room, Mm -hmm. where it's like, oh, you like movies? Here's a a movie. Um, So I kind of want to watch it and get my own take. Sure. So I don't want to wait too long, but at the same time, I don't know, maybe I bring this when I visit you later.
1: Yeah, because I don't know if that'll happen this year, but I would like it to.
0: I'd like it to happen this year. Um, cuz you got a new job I also, so I don't know how many
1: like vacation days you got or you just come on a Friday leave yeah, on a Monday the, like what we would do there.
0: The logistics of that are going to be a little complicated. Um I'm, if I still had my old job I'd just take a week off. Right. The, this one's kind of oddly demanding where I don't want to take too much time off. Sure. So maybe it'll just be a a weekend thing. Yeah, we'll um, we'll have
1: to figure that out because it would be it would be fucking delightful.
0: I also don't want to watch this movie sober.
1: No, and
0: under any circumstances, you know what is? We could get just bomb diggity fucking drunk. <laughs> I'm gonna bring some dragon's milk. You ever you ever have dragon's milk? No.
1: How are you gonna get that on a plane?
0: Um, in my bag. Will They just let you do that.
1: I don't think they will. Well, like not my carry-on oh, okay.
0: bag. I'll, I'll like I'll do this. I mean, Check. you can bring whatever, but
1: I, I I can get liquor pretty cheap here. It's the Midwest. It's all we have.
0: I wonder, do they actually just ship it? I'll ship you some and just pick it up there. I feel like
1: I need to ship you something, because you sent me that Mega64 video. You've sent me a couple things in the past, and I'm just like, I've never given Cameron any gifts other than my garbage friendship.
0: Have you Have you watched that video yet? No. <laughs> it, one of these days, <laughs> um, you should watch Mega64, and we can talk about, like, indie film.
1: Yeah, I really need to get around to that. I don't, it's one of those things, I don't know if I should um, just throw it in and watch it myself, or if my brother's gonna want to watch it, and be like, why are we watching this?
0: I also got... Uh, uh, Gravity Falls. Yes,
1: yes, I'm excited for you to watch Gravity Falls because it is the best cartoon. So, once I,
0: yeah, once I wrap that up, then we can, we can talk about the Steven Universe movie and how it compares to Gravity Falls. I didn't
1: even watch the trailer for that. I don't
0: care. It's not, I I don't, it's weird too. They, they changed Steven's model so he looks older. Aww. And it's like, I don't care. (laughs) Like, I saw, he looks a little older and he's acting more mature and it's like, I, paths, yeah.
1: Check, please. Which is funny, because I fucking hated him that first season. He was, like, just insufferably annoying.
0: So you... I refresh my memory. You, you're caught up, right? You saw I the season finale. I watched all of season it. Finale. Yep, yep. So, like, he literally... Like, he's on homeworld, like, helping them recraft their world, and, like, he's being responsible, and he's taking over for Pink Diamond. Yep. And it's like, this is boring.
1: Yeah, it wasn't... It's
0: boring. It's <laughs>
1: boring. Season five had some of my favorite episodes, and it maybe had some of my least favorite episodes, and so it's kind of hard to 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 work that out, right? Whereas, like, I feel like season four was almost the better season, just because like all the episodes were really good, with the with the exception of like maybe one or two filler ones. Whereas season five did some really dumb plot points, and then the ending was fine. I liked most of it, but I also didn't like some of it. I like the the character growth was really great. The The fact that he realized, like, this is his mother, he's his own person, he's doing things his mother did not, and that actually makes him a better person because he's, like, owning up to things, like, all of that was really good. The fight with White Diamond kind of sucked, it was stupid. The ending was a little rushed, like, I didn't really, I don't know, things kind of wrapped up too easily, but at the same time, it was an ending. I don't need any more. I literally never want to watch Steven Universe other than Lynn, like, if I was going to rewatch the show. And then I would skip most of season one. It, it, it's over it's like you don't need more shit it's fine
0: so i'll do a, a gravity falls episode when i'm caught up on that okay and then um you know what else is kind of hard is the back of my hand Haha. you have a glad space um i feel like i did and then i don't remember what it was <laughs> i do what is it um so you know uh so i got my new job yep it's kind of it's a little closer to downtown. It's a neighborhood I'm not familiar with, and the everyone there, it's like a, it's kind of a business district. There's a lot of like warehouses and and like shipping centers and stuff like that. So it's not like a, it's it, you know it's not like a trendy shopping mall or something to go to on my lunch break. Sure. So. What I do is, like, sometimes I kind of have to get away, so I'll drive out a little bit at my lunch, and I'll go to, like, a Walmart or Target, and, like, I'll just walk around, or I'll get How a snack or something. How long your lunch? An hour. Why? Right,
1: take a half-hour lunch.
0: I want to. They won't let you? So I have to kill an hour. Oh. So, uh, anyways, it's like a weird, like, nightmare world where, like, Target's and Walmart's are interesting because they... If they have the real estate, they try to lay them out so they're exactly the same. Mm-hmm. So it's like I walk in and I'm, it immediately feels familiar, like I'm in this Target before. Sure. But it's like everyone there is an idiot. <laughs> like the people that live there, there's a lot of like uh, like Mexican immigrants that don't speak English. There's a lot of um, like weird homeless people that maybe shouldn't be in the Target because they look like they're about ready to stab somebody. There's just like there's this weird vibe where all the employees do not want you to be there because it means they have to work, you know? Mm-hmm. Like they're all glaring at you. And it's just it's strange because uh like I walk in there and it feels like this nightmare world where the setting is exactly the same. This is my target from home, but everyone here wants to kill me. Damn. And everyone's stupid. Like they don't know how to walk like they'll just kind of like stand in the middle of a lane and you can't get around them.
1: I'm like I should take notes. This sounds like a really good horror story.
0: And it's just, it's weird. It's like it's like there it's like purgatory where people don't realize they're dead. Sure. And you're just trying to walk around this person, but it's like they don't even know what year it is. I Oh, the Walmart. Dude, I literally I got stuck in the Walmart because there were so many people that didn't know how to work the automatic door to leave. Oh Jesus. It was literally, they'd get close to it and they're trying to walk through the glass to the side and then the door would open and slide and so the glass door would slide over to the glass window they're trying to walk through and they'd get scared and back away and there was like a bunch of them. There was like, they were all, they were all these like Mexican grandmas that don't know how the door works and their frustrated grandkids are just like standing there staring at them. And there were so many people standing around the door, not going through it, that the crowd got too thick, and I couldn't get away.
1: Where's like, the glad part coming from?
0: This is where the glad part's coming. Okay. So you know how in these like Greek mythology stories, like you have to go to Hades or something, like yo, know, this whole like Odyssey to Helen back, and you come back with a treasure. Yeah. So at this terrible target, they have pickled green beans. And they come in these little snack-sized bags It costs like, a dollar. And they're delightful.
1: I did not expect that twist.
0: They also have copies of Keyforge, which I can't find on Amazon because it's, like, sold out. So I got two Keyforge decks. And it's like, oh, that's why I can't find Keyforge. They all went to hell. <laughs> and I literally had to, like, wrestle them from Hades' clutches. Oh, my God. What the fuck is Keyforge? <laughs> So, Keyforge is a game from the guy that made Magic the Gathering, and he was nostalgic about Magic the Gathering when it started, where people didn't just, like, net deck things, or, like, you look up what the most effective strategy is. It used to be, like, you'd save your allowance and get just enough money to buy a couple cards Mm -hmm. and, like, see what you can do with that deck, and you didn't know what people were going to bring to the table. So... He wanted to recapture that feeling, so he made this game where the cards are, like, the decks are randomly generated, and they're one of a kind. Oh, okay. So you get one deck, and you can't swap out any of the cards. Like, the back is different and unique, and it's all themed around something specific. So you'll get, like, a token deck or a, or a defense deck or whatever, but it comes together as this one unit, and, like, that's your deck. That's it. So it's about you buy a deck and you just go to your friends and say hey man we'll play Keyforge I got a new deck and it's like yeah sure let's see what happens and it's just like it's about discovering the strength of your deck and leveraging it to your ability. That's cool. So there's another cool element is that all the decks are named so there's like random keywords that come with it to uniquely identify the deck and they actually had to like they had to recall some because they were borderline offensive. Because they're all just, like, they're random strings of words. And sometimes the words line up funny. So, like, somebody got one deck where it's literally called, like, The King That Pays Gold for Boys. Mm, mm, mm. And (laughs) stuff like that. Where it's like, oops, maybe boys shouldn't be a noun that we put in the algorithm. Maybe. Uh, So what's cool, too, is that (laughs) the deck I got, it's such a me deck. Um... It's the anomaly that imprisons joy, and it's like, dude, this deck was meant for me. <laughs> like, I, I went to hell, target, and back, and I came back with my my soul in card form.
1: I'm glad. I'm glad you you, you did a thing that was fun.
0: Also, those pickled green beans are good, and they also have pickled cucumbers. I'm gonna try oh, those next Jesus, time. Jesus, that
1: sounds awful. You don't like cucumbers? No. Oh, no. Also, Jean-Luc sent us a long message about Star Wars.
0: Okay, do you want to read it? Is that your glad space? No, he, he he emailed it to us at
1: opinionsofcheap at gmail.com.
0: Oh, okay. Let me open up Gmail. We don't have to. We slash... can do that.
1: Like, we're like at an hour and 20 in. We never go this long. Well,
0: we had like 20 minutes of silence. Yeah, so. But... um, So, uh, Jean-Luc Bartleby <laughs> writes... <laughs> Hey friends! On episode eighty-eight of the show, Cameron said something I found very enlightening. And there's a lot of text after that. I don't.
1: You know what? You, you, you got it. You got an enlightening out of Jean-Luc. That's pretty. That's pretty big. He's hard so,
0: to please. <laughs> Jean-Luc. Well, let's see if it was sarcasm. It right. wasn't. Jean-Luc con- continues. When you all were talking about the new Star Wars movies, he says "movies" instead of "films."
1: It's because they're not films. Uh, the they're not reason... good enough
0: to be films. <laughs> it's like Moby Dick dislike... is
1: literature. Twilight is is a book.
0: the The reason people dislike the Last Jedi suddenly struck me. Obviously, some of them are alt right incel dweebs, but not all of them. That all of them refers to the, oh the people. Okay, now never mind. Cameron said he liked all the characters introduced in the Force Awakens, but felt they had things taken away by the Last Jedi. He goes on to cite Poe, who knows better than this, and Hux, who earned his position and is a threatening, villainous character. Now, neither of these are true, but it isn't Cameron's fault for not knowing. It's The Force Awakens. I do know it's The Force Awakens. I don't understand. Maybe I'm not sober enough to read this letter. Okay, so... Um... Based. My theory <laughs> is that The Force Awakens, <laughs> a movie I've significantly cooled on since it came out, left too much to the imagination. The audiences, like our friend Cameron, filled in the gaps. Meanwhile, our even better friends at the Lucasfilm story group were filling in the, grap- the gaps canonically, and The less Jedi fits the canonical version of the characters uh, the version audience is made up, not so much. Now, okay, I have to disagree there, because it I'm not making things up that Poe knows better. Or that Hux is like threatening and villainous. That's, that's stuff that's in the movie and the book about Hux. I
1: haven't read the book about Hux. I haven't seen the movies in a long time. I can't comment other than he sent a snippet of this to me. An hour ago, and then asked me well, just okay. out what the email so, was for the show. Uh, let's
0: let's be fair. Jean Luc has more points. Let me let me finish his letter before I debate. You see, Poe doesn't know better. He's a child of peacetime. Yes, he may be the son of former rebel fighters, and he is clearly an extremely competent pilot. But he doesn't know war, not really. So he is the really cocky fight fighter fighter pilot who grew up with immense privilege, never facing. Challenges until he defected to the Resistance after the New Republic refused to go to war with the First Order. Posed like those poor kids duped by U.S. Army recruiters. He thinks of war as an adventure, a game. This is a significant part of his character in the comics and novels leading up to The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi. Unfortunately, only The Last Jedi really follows on this characterization. Truth be told, there's nothing Force Awakens to imply he isn't that character either, but he's enough of a blank slate I could see projecting a different character onto him. I I don't think there was peacetime between those movies. No.
1: I'm just thinking, like, what if someone, instead of putting this much thought to Star Wars, they put it to, like, chemistry? They just, like, I don't know, created a super drug that ended cancer instead of all of Poe Dameron's backstory.
0: Let's go back to priorities. Um, Hux is similar, a character given very little to do in Force Awakens. Again, his characterization doesn't contradict his canonical characterization. He doesn't have enough screen time. Hux, like Poe, grew up in peacetime. His father was an old-school Imperial military officer, and Hux was groomed from a young age to take his position. Even when Hux eventually led a coup... He did almost none of the heavy lifting. Vasma was the one to kill his father, and Hux is truly little more than an entitled child who was abused by his father. He isn't a competent military leader, and he isn't strong-minded or threatening or even manipulative. If anything, he's been manipulated his whole life and isn't too dissimilar from Kylo Ren in that sense. Ah. I kind of have to... I want to disagree with that, but I... I don't disagree with that as much as the Poe stuff. There is legitimacy to the Hux thing. But Chad doesn't know what Star Wars is, so... Yeah, all of this uh, is just
1: words on a page.
0: So Jean-Luc continues, Anyway, I think people should redirect their criticisms to Force Awakens, which is not a great movie. Yes, it tingled my nostalgia nerves at the time, but ultimately it plays everything too safe and is rather hollow. Unlike The Last Jedi, which, like it or not, does take risks with the franchise at least insofar as ryan johnson was allowed to take risks whether or not those paid off is a different conversation i happen to think they did but i hope this information clears some things up for y'all because he's from the south (laughs) anyway i totally get it if you don't read this on the show but i did trim it down from my first draft which contained a little more backstory and proper nouns that really would have annoyed chad (laughs) love the show john luke Yes, Death to America, Uh, and America has 3Ks in it. (laughs) (laughs) My glad space is Jean-Luc. So anyways, I really, I have to disagree, though. I get get Jean-Luc's point. I think Jean-Luc's aiming this more at people that think The Last Jedi was really bad. Yeah. Which, I don't. I don't know if I said that I did. No. I think there's things with the movie I would change, but not plot points. I just, I don't think that, uh, like, I don't, it's hard for me to picture Poe telling a your mom joke and then calling in a bunch of bombers to literally kill themselves and then come back and say, look, guys, we did it. Like, it's, it's weird that that sort of person would exist in the reality at all. Regardless of his upbringing, you know what I mean. Sure. You don't care. I don't know why I'm talking. No, to I yet.
1: mean, I kind of don't like. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm gonna watch the next Star Wars movie, and I'm not gonna probably rewatch the first two before it, and then I'll be like, "There, I have seen all the Star Wars movies." I wonder if I should watch Speed I, Racer.
0: I already don't like about the next Star Wars movie. You said it's not Speed Is Racer. They, no, somebody. Somebody said that they're probably going to address who's raised parents are. I hope they don't do that. I like it not mattering. I really hope they don't do that. And it's like, if if you do that, just bring Snoke back to life. It's just like, un- it just stop making Star Wars movies. I don't. I just, I don't hate Star Wars. I'm just not in love with it. I don't know. All I know is um Chad's Glad Space is that Rogue One is the worst Star Wars movie so up okay I
1: don't know if I would say it's the worst I feel like one of the prequels is probably the worst I disagree <laughs> I feel like it's the third prequel because I don't remember what happens in that one, but I think someone rides a lizard
0: yeah oh there we go there were no there was no lizard writing in Rogue One that is it true. Was, it wasn't Rogue One, it was Rogue Zero Lizard Writing is what the movie was you're right. called. That is
1: I can't argue with that. Rogue One is the worst, and that is my glad space. Also Jean Luc. You delightfully so, strange man. <laughs> glad you're my friend.
0: This this is our um our Apocalypse twenty nineteen special.
1: Yeah, we we went on way too long about just the dumbest shit ever
0: so remember out there everyone just be yourself yeah yay boobs yay (laughs) (laughs) it is one of those words you did it